Well, here we are again, trudging through the snow. Now, I can't rightly recall, but didn't we just finish a bunch of unpleasant walking through snow? Why the hell are we doing it again? Oh, yeah, that's right. We got a blood curse on us, don't we? Ugh. Baba Yaga, the baddest witch of them all. Man, I once thought my darkest days were behind me. Huh. Well, speaking of dark days, you ever seen ravens by the thousands coming straight at you? Swarms of them? I mean, moving across the sky like shadowy waves of anger descending upon you in a swirl of black feathers, claws, and blood. Pecking and scratching? I think poor Gary got the worst of it, honestly, but, uh... Huh. <laughs> after, after a blast or two from Vasilisa's fiery hands, you know, and I, I shot once or twice. We, they, they pecked right off. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't rest my mind any easier, though. These foul creatures are agents of the ones we're here to stop, and if they're in the sky, they're seeing us everywhere we... How are we gonna stand up against this force? We quite possibly have pissed off one of the meanest witches by going into her tower and closing the portal. And while I might be a unicorn, but man, I'm not feeling very lucky today. Excellent. <laughs> I, just, I just still love the happenstance that Valdine is both the, the rabbit, rabbit prince, prince and then the, <laughs> the unicorn. unicorn. He's just... What? He's so fancy. <laughs> well, but that, and then we find out he is kind of fancy. Yeah, it's yeah, true. He's had true. A, he was fancy at one point. It's pretty exciting. I mean, you're fancy I, on the inside. Like, you can't get rid of that. You can fair. take the fancy out of the boy, but you can't take the boy out of the fancy. <laughs> okay. Fancy at one point and on the inside. The Valdine story. <laughs> Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Got it. Got it. No. No. Your face is sad at all. Well, you cannot be kinda, publishing that. Hold book. on. You didn't. You didn't really frame what you were about to lay on us. You just laid it onto us and then waited for. Th- I think if you had set up what you were about to do and then given us a chance to absorb it, it, it would have gone over much better. I, I, don't, I didn't know what you were. Doing. What about a novel written by Valdine? <laughs> what called... would the title of a novel like that be, James? Oh man, I don't remember what I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been pretty good. Must have been super. <laughs> too bad. Those are the ones that we always forget. Too that's not recorded. Oh. <laughs> Lost forever. No possible way to recover it. Oh. Zach, is there any way we could recover that? Backwards question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the backwards question mark. You can't just mark. make your own punctuation. <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, watch us. <laughs> yeah, no, I've got an episode nine thing going on. It's like all... You can't understand anything. Sorry. Oh, it's shit. Unsalvageable. Ooh. Well... Dick bags. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope everyone had a wonderful night's sleep. Um, as I said, maybe this was the last solid one you guys will ever have. It better not be. Uh-huh. I hope it isn't. That'd be terrible. Yeah, that would be. Oh, my goodness. But here you all are. You're waking up. The sun's up. Hatch and, and Vasilisa have already been up. Everyone else is waking up. Good morning. Good morning. Ooh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh my. You are I far thought, too cheap. I thought in she the would morning. be sad. Marge. She has been sad lately, but it's, I, she seems I mean, very. No, it's good. You're right. It's good to see Marge smiling. I don't know why I would complain. I'm going to just draw my Harold card for the day. 
oh, you sure you want to do that now? Uh, look, it gives me a benefit each day if I see what the horror has to tell me. And today it has to tell me the avalanche. Oh, so. Well, I'm supposing we should stay away from cliffs and mountains and snow. <laughs> no, it's slow. looks around. <laughs> no, it's Harodek. Uh, the avalanche actually means like a wave of fortune or uh, never mean what it says. Avalanche is not avalanche. Right? Am I right about that? I it's mean, have a lunch, right? It's, know, ha- like, it's, it's have a lunch, it not It would avalanche. be very odd and rare if the avalanche was an actual literal avalanche. But it is usually a disaster. Oh, that's uh, so... Still no. not good. Look, having the warning of the avalanche in the morning lets me be more capable of avoiding the disaster coming for us should it happen today. So, like, look out, there's danger yes, ahead? Yes, my reflexes shall be... Oh, that is good, whoo, whoo, good to know that there will better. be danger. Yes, exactly. I mean, I'm not treacherous. I know sarcasm is a low form of comedy, but I still, I kind of respect all forms. Did you say I use a low form of comedy, Boca? <laughs> no, oh, was that you? I was being sarcastic. You were oh. being sarcastic, too. Okay. No, I, it, it was me. It was it was to call myself out because that was that was low-hanging fruit. But still, I like fruit. I think we knew that there was going to be some danger. No, yeah, that yes, was, that but was my point. I am going to be better able to handle it. So, uh, what does the uh, the avalanche actually mean? No, it means a disaster is coming, and it could be physical, it could be not physical, but Wonderful. we could be overrun by disaster. It could mean we avert the disaster. Maybe it's someone and else's really, disaster. And really, it's just speaking to me, and it is giving me the ability to have a... I get a plus two on a single dex roll today. That could help you avert a disaster. Indeed, I shall <laughs> dodge most admirably when an avalanche happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's De- everyone having for breakfast? Dexterously jump out of the way. Uh, beans. We need to eat the beans <laughs> before they go okay. bad. Well, I think Fossilis has probably just been like stewing beans during her watch. Ah, uh, bean stew. Yes. Nice. Valdine's probably chewing on some like rations. Think of it as like split pea soup. I guess. I mean, it will have protein. No, it is most nutritious, and it allows us to save our rations just, that will not go bad for later. I just worry, though. What if we're in a situation where, like, we need to hide from someone? I see what you are implying, but that is why I have boiled them for full amount of my watch. <laughs> well cooked. Broken down all of those troublesome, you know. Should be fine. <laughs> Don't overdo it, though. Yeah, you gotta trust a witch when it comes to um, cooking magical fruit. And we're, you know, we're we're wearing multiple layers of stuff, too, so I suppose, you know, it probably would get uh, muted. Oh, like a trumpet. I'm not. I'm naked. (laughs) Yeah, I am, am too. But, you know, how loud could one of yours be? You're so small. But Hatch, you're wearing so much fur. It is not like you're almost the most dressed of all of us. You're very bundled. That's true. I cannot see your butt at all. I could be wrong, but should we plan what we're going to do for the day and where we're headed? Oh, I think we're just, you know, walking along (laughs) some more. Yes, we could look at Kappa's map again if we wanted. Of course. uh, Here. And she pulls it out and rolls it out. Um, And for day two of travel, you guys are going to continue skirting the edge of the Horwood Forest. You guys are going to be moving through uh, sparse wood cover. So trees here and there, maybe some shrubberies. Here is the issue, is the steps we would need to take to hide ourselves 
properly would be e- extreme like i feel like we are almost just saying like okay we are coming i mean they they probably already know because of the birds that we are coming i True. i do not know if hiding will be to our advantage or at least maybe not until we get a little closer y- yes maybe we get try for the speed first yes and then worry about the incognito later oh kappa you grabbed one of those tarps right the one we can cover ourselves with if yes of course we have we several if we, if we have enough warning we can uh, cover ourselves i think as we get further away from the forest the flying swarms of evil birds shall be easier to notice as long as we stay vigilant, we are all looking. We are all Ravens always watching. Ravens are pretty intelligent birds, I think. I mean, we killed probably 2,000 of them, so I think we would be okay for now. We could take all of their corpses and make little effigies to spook away the other ones. <laughs> I uh, am a little bit glad you did not suggest this back when we had all the corpses at hand, because weird. It's also very oh, time-consuming. Yeah, I think that would take us like all a day and right also, there. And also, is that that weirdness we saw back in the border wood? Was someone trying to scare someone else away? Oh. Is it normal to hang birds up in trees? Is that normal? Does that mean anything? I mean, nothing that Fedu is normal. Uh, <laughs> it depends. I guess it's all based, based on perspective. But uh, but it, it is. It's not uncommon. Yes, it's like a, it's like a craft. It's like a. a trade that some of them do maybe to to kill time or to you know possibly for sale there's actually a, a really big underground art scene for it um, back in like chill blight oh you are from chill blight i visited once yeah went to go see another cousin over there and they're into some weird shit over who was your cousin my, my cousin was um let me think about that my name is rex uh, Twix. <laughs> Not associated with the popular candy. Was he left? Oh, he wasn't left or right. No, he, was, he wasn't left or right. No, he was more of a. a well, centrist. I mean, so there were they were twins actually. So there was we we called them left Twix and right Twix. Okay. Um, yeah, I I really I prefer the right Twix. Some people say that like they're indistinguishable. Uh, just because they are like exactly the same, like right, because they were like they look the same, uh, they act the same, they taste the same. But right, right, Twix. I'm sorry, you have tasted your cousins. I mean, no. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it for the bit. <laughs> yeah. I would love it if I knew them. I don't. I, do do I know them or is it something I could roll for? Yeah, like, roll for it. Four. All okay. right. Yeah, you don't. I wanted to know them. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so you guys like want some breakfast, coffee, or oh, Vasilisa make beans. Oh, good. Oh, and co- like coffee would be good too. You know. Yeah, I can. I can make coffee. I'm always up for a good hot cup of coffee. Yeah, coffee does sound pretty good. Would Kappa like a cuppa? Uh, yeah, I would love a cuppa. Rix goes and makes some c- c- coffee. And Marge, while she's waiting for breakfast and everything, will start loading Ghost back up and putting away her tent. And yeah, yeah start, start getting ready. So we'll get Marigold ready. Clean up, clean up, everybody, everybody everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I do your share. Anyway. Every morning now, for the rest of this journey, that's what's going <laughs> to <clean up. laughs> Okay. 
Oh no. Okay. And so Sorry, we baby. transition back into the caravan mode. I think this time Marge will actually keep her hood up. So she is a white furry creature riding on a white furry creature in the white snow. Nice. That's fucking terrifying. It's really cool. It's <laughs> really great. I don't know what's scarier, like a, an actual like large-sized yeti or a small yeti riding a giant a weasel. giant weasel <laughs> with a spear. Yeah, say, are you holding the spear with the human skull on it as well? I should. You should. Yeah. I would rather <laughs> I would rather fight the large yeti. Anyway. So day 2, you guys are starting to <laughs> Work your way into somewhat of a routine, mm-hmm. I think, with travel. Uh, is there anything you guys did yesterday, like, as your characters during your travel time that you're like, yeah, let's not do that this time. Like, you know or how... Fight the swarm. Like, yeah, like, fight the swarm. But you know how, like, you show up on the first day of class, right, and it's not assigned seating, and so you just, like, pick a spot, and you're like, yeah, this will be fine. And then after the first class, you're like, I've made a terrible That's mistake. <laughs> I do not want to sit next to this person. Uh, Vasilisa is actually very happy being in the middle. I think Vasilisa's biggest question to herself is, do I put on one of them fancy outfits that I stole from Najena's wardrobe and like take the bother to do my hair so that I can drop my traveling merchant disguise to look like a fancy white witch if we run into someone who isn't a white witch who I might need to intimidate. This is what Vasilisa's internal debate is. And I think <laughs> after her morning ablutions, she will indeed put fancy dress on, but then use her magic sleeves to make it look like the, like, I'm just a merchant traveling to sell my wares in White Throne. And then take the sleeves off and voila, I'm a white witch. Exactly. <laughs> you just deactivate the sleeves and you're like, oh, you fool. You thought that I was just a merchant, but actually you have crossed the wrong Yadviga. Ah, ah, ah. You know, like that. <laughs> Vasilisa is going to dress up in very uncomfortable clothing for travel. Hey, hey. And then make it look like no comfortable clothing. No one said really fancy, cool witch outfits are uncomfortable till just now. I will have it be known. <laughs> That's fair. I'm wearing my sensible shoes underneath. <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's really what matters, right? But if you if if Vasilisa is planning on any kind of like subterfuge or trying to trick anyone, like she may have to work out a code word or some kind of communication with Bulka because he's going to be like standing at the front with a halo on, like this golden dwarf leading the party. Which, if we're going to go the the winter witch route, then like there needs to be yeah. some sort of alibi for that or some reason why. Well, here's the thing. Everyone of any notable power in Irison probably is either working for the Yadviga or a direct threat to the Yadviga. So it'll just be like, oh, this is he's a it powerful could go either way. diplomat friend from this other region. Yeah. Mm. Or you could be another person in disguise if we're trying deliberately Okay. Ideally we don't run into anyone. Yeah. We're just traveling. That's if what I was we thinking. run That's into a random person, we want them to think we're just merchants. If we run into someone who might be a Herald of Summer's return person who might help us out, then we might want to be able to convince them that well, we're not just travelers, capinos, whatever. Do they have hand signals? We never asked. We should ask. <laughs> like We might be able to get some help. But if they start to be all like not helpful or suspicious or something we can be like no 
we only pretended like we're heralds of summer's return because actually we're trying to trick people into admitting they are so that we can punish them because look bam i'm a yadviga whoa reveal oh so many layers yes as many layers as i am wearing in order to not freeze well with me wearing this uh cloak i've got another pair of uh those uh fancy sleeves if someone else is wanting to dress themselves up as something else Hatch raises his hand. I look good. <laughs> oh, here you go, Hatch. I've never worn clothes before. And you see the little sleeves disappear inside of him, and he mm-hmm. sticks out his hands and puts them on. And then he's wearing a little Hatch version of Vasilisa's dress. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Ta-da. That's beautiful. But also, uh, you should maybe go with the more incognito travel version. Mm. Yes, this is uh, conspicuous. That, For now. That's it. I just wanted to do you that. You just wanted to Yeah, I just it. wanted to be cute. That's all. Oh, mm. you're always cute, Hatch. <laughs> you're just creating fodder for uh, fan art. You just want fan art. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, good. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he Checks takes out. off the sleeves. <laughs> for anyone listening who's a fan of the show, um, I know there's not many of you out there. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friends. Bolka has sort of reached a milestone. He, he's, he has crossed a threshold. Is he finally tired of all this shit? <laughs> he's, Would, crossed the, he's crossed a threshold. No, this is interesting, I think. As of as of this episode, this th- he has been on the show as long as Norm. This would be his... Holy shit. Oh, wow. This is his Ooh. 18th episode. So Norm didn't actually have any lines in 18, really. So he's oh, like... Yeah. he's he's. I've been Bolka as long as I was Norm for 18 episodes wow. each. It's about time for Bolka to die is what I'm... No, I'm kidding. No, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I have I so much healing. I so God. I'm so sorry. Much, so much healing. I, I will never back. die. Whew. Intentionally so, so built was, to survive. This party order again. Where are you standing? In front. <laughs> In front with in front. Marge. I know, yeah. And I'm right behind Good you. Good AC. Volka gets hit by a cannon. Good AC. Lots of healing. I'm not scared. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Uh, the cannon had sneak attack. Ooh. <laughs> I have. Un- I am uncanny at dodging. Very uncanny. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So as you guys. As we walk. Yeah. As you walk. <laughs> as you move along. You guys are still kind of skirting this tree line. Um, maybe just because everyone is a bit skittish about it. You're trying to be a little bit further away. Um, but the terrain on either side is kind of like gross. But yeah, you guys are, are marching along. Let me get some perception checks. Uh, perception. You were going to say yes. perception. Margin Ghost are in sync. 25 and a 26, respectively. Nice. Borka only 15. Only a 15. Uh, Vasilisa got a 14. 14. Feldine got a 29. Yeah. Hot damn. Okay. Yeah, you guys are moving along. Valdine, Marge, and Ghost. Uh, Along the way, you guys uh, look off to the side over on your left towards the forest. Um, And you guys see a little winter fox. And she has her her kits with her. Three little kits. What does the fox say, James? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Really appreciate you. (laughs) I took a pause just so everyone would have a second. 
because it was to gonna prepare. happen. Yeah. I thought you were pausing because you were asking yourself, "Am I really this guy? Do I really just dance like a monkey?" <laughs> no. no. I was, I was, every I was time giving, anyone asks me to, I was giving I all of you the opportunity <laughs> to brace yourself. <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is coming. <laughs> oh, uh, Polka. Yes. I'll take a look over in the forest. Wait, There's why? a fox and some babies. Why do we whisper? Oh, a fox. Oh, oh I don't want to scare her away. He's adorable. Do you think is is good meat? Yeah, our fo- foxes are good eating, aren't they? It should, should oh, have dear. a little, little, string, little stringy. Yet but they have real attitudes. Oh, it's a oh. mama though with her babies. And we then you see them, uh, oh, oh. the fox. Oh. Take off. Okay. Super quick. Like okay. pounces out of the snow and is running towards you guys. Towards, towards us? us? Yeah. Yeah. What? And then you see it leap a little bit. It's pretty far away from you guys still, but it leaps and then it tumbles in the snow. Oh, and it? it comes up and it's holding a hair. Oh, yay. Got food for the and babies. It's all bloody. And it rips it apart and all the kids run up and they all start eating it and now their white faces are marred with blood and guts there's so much meat i didn't expect that thank you i feel as though i might puke a little bit oh yeah no it's the circle of life no it's just that the only familiar that was ever nice to me is a hare and the last familiar to which moya mama tried to subject me was a white fox so you're seeing symbolism I don't like the optics. Is, is what this, I'm saying. Is like is like you are being eat, torn apart by your mother. Is almost this the metaphor you're trying mm, to? Yes, that's what it feels like. Yes, like the life I built for myself in Taildor has been ripped to shreds by my return to Irison. Well, I mean, they that's that's pretty deep. Does anyone have a ranged weapon? I mean, this is a lot of meat eating other meat. We could make these all go together. I know these go together. Oh, I well, think we've got enough food for right now that we can leave the mama and her I, babies. I think, no, yeah, killing babies just sounds a little bit not great. You're not wrong. Fine. It's okay. Okay. So you guys watch a fox and her kits devour a rabbit. Good for that. Off on the side. And you guys keep pushing forward, mm-hmm. deciding not to murder the mother and her bebes. This is indeed a little bit of a, con- a good question Boca had, though. Other than the very loud, very precious firearm Vyaldin has. Are there other... Does anyone else have any weapons? ranged... Uh, I, ha- I, have a, I have a bow. Okay. Yes, good. Uh, and I, I have a crossbow. Oh, good, because it'll be easier for you to use a crossbow than a bow with your hand, right? Yes. I've never I used can, either, I, so I assume. You point and you pull trigger. It is much harder to reload. Can you pull trigger okay with Much your harder to reload. Gary, Gary. Yes, what is Rix is too small to necessarily be super helpful for this, but Hatch... Okay. What if you yeah. shoot, you let Hatch reload your crossbow yeah, for yeah. you? I can do that. I can be helpful. Hatch can be your cool reload buddy. That sounds uh, sounds good. Are you okay with this, Hatch? Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty good idea. We will l- leave the fox to its uh, supper. Even if it does not deserve it. <laughs> it's a circle of life, Vasily. It's just how these things are. Is there nothing that if you see sometimes, no matter the context, you just go, oh, to a very dark place in your memory? Mm, I try not to do that. 
Plus, the symbolism seems so like writ large, like almost yes, like it was intentional. Yes, almost on purpose. It yes. feels like the the world is sending a message right to me. So it's hard to ignore. I, I see why it would draw your like, attention. Oh. Hi, this is your neighborhood friendly GM here. <laughs> just wanted to let everybody know I did not do that symbolism <laughs> on purpose. I was just throwing a loop for you guys, being like, "Oh no, a fox is attacking us. What do we do?" And then it's like, "Oh no, never mind. It's just getting dinner." Because you guys were like, "Oh, look how cute the fox." And I was like, what can I do to ruin this? <laughs> I know, I'll cover it in gore. But we still wanted to eat it, though. Uh, when it was jumping at us, <laughs> I, when I thought it was jumping at us, I'm like, sweet, easier to, like, catch. I thought it was going to turn into something else and transform. That's yeah. what I was going for. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted the got suspense. suspense. Yeah. yeah. That worked. I thought the yeah. fish was hopping uh, into the boat. The Have you seen <laughs> the snow foxes? They are pretty fucking cute. Yeah, when they adorable. jump, it's head first into the snow and their yep. butts uh-huh. just sticking out. Yep. Yep, yep. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And oh my it came god! Out I saw bloody. a picture of an Arctic fox mid-change between winter and summer for coat. Oh Most ridiculous-looking animal. So cute. They look so fucking. Dumb. Oh my god! So fucking dumb. It's, it's adorable. It is That's fantastic. She's saying cute and adorable, and you're saying dumb. No, both, both are true. Both are true. Both are very true. It's dumb cute. It's you've heard of dumb stupid. cute. Right? It's so stupid-looking and adorable. Everyone, like, why the everyone fuck should do look you this exist? Up. Freaking adorable. <laughs> so I'm going to have to look this up after. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> One encounter down. One encounter down. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, what is what does the rest of this day look like for you guys? You aren't encountering anything else. You saw that cool fox. You see, like, sparse wildlife here and there. Maybe a bird. You guys aren't seeing crows or ravens or anything treacherous or ominous. Hmm. Are we mostly just on the move, or do we have any sort of, like, break where we actually stop and have a meal or i feel like we can rotate like who is someone can have a snack and maybe like uh, ride on the sled while the rest of us keep going and we can kind of like we want to keep a keep, pace. keep moving yeah. With, oh, yeah. with like just everyone can take little breaks cool. help each other out you know be supportive yeah, and marge will get off a ghost just now and then and just to give ghost a break how are the boys doing yeah, the little uh, ones. The boys. Or- Orm and Muley, they're hanging in there. Uh, yes, the boys are. They are doing okay. They are uh, enjoying the uh, sled rides. Who's pulling the boys' sled? Is it is it the marigold pull sled? I think so. With the boys on it. I believe so. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Because it's probably the heaviest sled. Because it's got a couple adorable little ratful kids on it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is possible that some days on this journey might be actually fun for the boys. It might be a good adventure for them. It is not traumatic. That would be nice. Yes, it is It is something I am hopeful for. Hopefully, uh, when we get to Elspren, we will be able to set things up and, and have new home for them. You have been so helpful to, to have with us on this trip. I am so glad that you were not exploded by a puppy. What? Yes, <laughs> you're that, good. It's good you are here with us. That was a very strange thing to say. That was an oddly specific mm-hmm. thing to say. Why would why would the puppy explode on me? I mean, creativity, I suppose. But I'm just. What? You're very useful and helpful. You've been you've been quite a an aid to us. I understand this, but where is the dog? blowing up coming from? <laughs> I, sometimes my imagination gets... You, can, you can often run think about me. exploding puppies? Oh, not often. Not often, but uh, occasionally, uh, sure. Occasionally is often enough, Boca. <laughs> Boca you, I am you here if okay? you need to talk. But, uh, I pre- see, I appreciate that you are so helpful to us. So supportive. Thank you, Kappa. Of course. 
So it's a quiet day. It's it a quiet is, good. Yeah. You guys see the the extreme excitement of the the mother on the hunt, mm-hmm. and the rest of the day is just kind of nice. You guys get gentle snowfall every once in a while, but for the, the most part, it's just kind of serene. It's that eerie kind of quiet where you can sometimes hear wind, but most of the time, everything just feels kind of still. The snow is absorbing a lot of the sound and the snowpacks, um, but the day goes by, and you guys find a nice little place to camp. Anybody want to give me some features of what makes this a nice place to camp? I will start. It has a really nice fallen log. There's a little like increase of like some rocks piled up, sort mm-hmm. of like just natural formations in the in the earth. Okay, and it kind of makes a little like wind shelter Ooh. next to next to where the fallen log is. So we I can, like can kind of like set up next to it. I like that a lot. Nice. <laughs> and I imagine there's at least a couple of trees not too far from each other where maybe we can put up a tarp to at least cover part of our camp. Okay. Nice. I like it. I like it. Lumpy rocks everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Everything about this site is perfect except for the lumpy, lumpy rocks and we'll fucking deal with it. Okay. <laughs> we all will sleep on ghost. <laughs> How do you guys want to set up watches for tonight? Do you want to do the same rotation we did last time or are we shaking it up a little bit who I'm is marge with to... kappa okay yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that yep that works marge doesn't want to switch i'm sure no. did anyone have a, a difficult watch or have a request no bricks and i actually got along very well on our on our watch yeah it was nice i enjoyed your company and what you had to say and i respect you and your outlook on life He's trying so hard, you see. What did you do hmm. to Vrix? No, we just talked, honestly. Are you okay, Vrix? Yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. How are you? See, he you is sure fine. You did not, like, uh, <laughs> charm him? No, I, or? no, no magics. No magics. Okay. Vrix. Charmed, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> he he seemed to have honest desire to improve. It seemed but that why? was not even my like, idea. I was ready to honestly dismiss him and move well, on. Well, uh, <laughs> that's very nice, Bricks. Uh, okay, that smile is starting to be a little unsettling. Not going to lie. Sorry, I'm still trying to get used to that. Practicing? Yes, yeah. no, is new. Is very new. That's fair. Okay. More more teeth. No, imagine <laughs> like you just pulled off a very good joke. Smile like that. See, that yes, looks more that, normal on a sprite face. A little bit evil, but like you should be worried, but also all the humor. You must uh-huh. be careful. The, the showing the teeth sometimes is a sign of aggression as well. It's tricky to balance. Especially because yours are a little pointy. It looks like yes. you want to bite someone, maybe. So smile. I do have a bite attack. I don't. But that would be funny that if I did. Really, I think anyway, your mouth is too small. So you guys have your camp set up in this kind of almost pseudo hovel. A uh, little indent surrounded by some nice natural features. You got a log. Um, you guys have the sled full of food supplies that is being pulled by Marigold normally. Mm-hmm. And also has whoever wants to ride on it riding on it. Um, and I think that's the only sled you guys have, right? Mm-hmm. Ghost isn't pulling anything. It's no, just but Ghost is packed up pretty, um, pretty well. And you guys have your, your little tents and bedrolls set up. You guys have a fire in the center, tents around it. 
We've got a tarp in between two trees, kind of blocking the view of us, of our camp, at least from one side. Probably, Probably have the, the non-forest side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably have the sled under the tarp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everyone has their own tents. Vasilisa has a tent that's big enough to share with one other person. It's a two-person tent. So what's Valdine or Bulka doing? <laughs> I guess the question is, who's sleeping with Vasilisa while she sleeps? other people are weak you'd probably just take turns yeah since we're doing shifts anyway there's gonna there's always gonna be one empty yeah spot true somebody probably could squish themselves into marge's tent <laughs> if they need to <laughs> so let's what we might actually logistic this we need tent space for bulka and for gary there's at least a couple hours during the night where they're both asleep i mean as long as i am big spoon is okay <laughs> Yeah, that sounds nice to me. I like this <laughs> I'm just realizing we planned watches very poorly when we think about the tent situation. <laughs> Valdine and Gary should be taking turns sleeping so that they can take turns in the second human-sized spot. No, Valdine what has if, his own tent. What if, James, before <laughs> you guys left, can we be ambushed we before we go to sleep? We also brought two extra tents. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. One more two-person-sized <laughs> tent yes. was in the Heralds of Summer's return yes. hovel. Solved there you it. go. Boom. Thank Bulk you. Bulk and Gary have their own tent. Definitely not Vasilisa something we retroactively decided. I just, we didn't mention it on air. You didn't list everything that was in the hovel. Days. You no. made Days up sleds one day. They could be anything. <laughs> Sounds good. Tarps. Tents. We got it. All right. Do we need Boca to roll goes, perceptions uh, for yeah, our watches? Yeah, let's get some going. Valdine and Gary get to go first. Like at dinner, Boca goes over to the tree and, and unrolls this big canvas and hangs it up on the tree and it's actually painted like a brick wall and he's holding his mace like a microphone he's like have you noticed there is deal with airline food I've seen <laughs> oh, very bad airline food I do not know why oh what's the airline <laughs> I sat down for dinner not a dinner and a show what is this yeah, I must practice my craft or I will get dull <laughs> dull and rusty we got uh, Valdine and Gary rolling first yeah Valdine rolled a 12 okay Gary rolled an 8 um, your guys' watch goes by pretty smoothly. Next up, we have Marge and Kappa. Marge got a 19. Kappa got a 20. Nice. Plus. <gasps> oh, nat 20. Natural 20. Five. Nice. Kappa got a 25. Kappa sees everything. So you guys are on watch. What does your watch look like? I th- think... That both of them being rat folk women who have recently lost their husbands, they'd probably have some things to talk about. So what do you think about all of this weather we've been having lately? It's pretty regular here, but it's probably very odd for you. Oh yeah, I'm not used to all this cold. Coming from down south, you know, we only get some kind of cold for uh, like a couple months. And not really much snow. So this is... I'm, I'm glad I've got fur, naturally. Uh, certainly helps. And so yeah, just probably small talk. I'm sure that Marge isn't 100% comfortable talking about loss. Mm-hmm. She is still a little bit like uh, angry, bubbly yeah. inside. And so Not ready yet. Yeah. But I feel like it's easier to be angry at the other party members who haven't also just lost their husband. Yes. And I think Kappa's probably got like at least a little bit of a padding on her. Yeah. You're not going to be as mad. Marge is definitely uh, more comfortable around Kappa. 
that makes sense than everybody else at the moment for sure you know maybe marge will hush kappa while she won't you hear that oh no i think we're okay and then maybe kappa would okay shh, did you hear that you know just kind of gently place her finger on your lips I like this. What are you? Oh, I, like this. Oh, yeah. I like where this is going. Okay, so let's let's pause there for a second. I'm sorry. I'm just wrapping my head around the probably very solid fact that the first erotic fanfic that will show up on the internet about <laughs> the Dimension Door podcast is going to involve Marge. Hundred percent. Oh, easily. Oh, for sure. Easily. Would we have thought when we started that that would be the case? And yet it is. It's just my sexy Yeah, I didn't think Marge would be the most sexualized character. And yet. I definitely didn't. I thought it was going to be me. (laughs) The GM. James. Yeah. With your. Fanfic about James. With your your picture of the dice. Fuck God. Come on. True. True. Nuns know what's up. (laughs) So going back to that little vignette we had, uh, you're like, oh, shh. Did you hear that? And you do. You hear. Oh, I hear something. A stick crack. Can I like really try to perceive again in the direction I heard the stick crack? Here, like, do you want to move to look closer, or just kind of look that way? Or yeah, what? What? How do you want to approach it? Are you just like stopping and listening harder? I <laughs> squint your ears. Well, yeah, we well, just squint your ears. <laughs> I don't know that she'd move closer because animals and everybody else is asleep. Don't want to wake everybody up if it's just another fox coming through, you know? But definitely want to stop and turn in the direction the sound came from and really focus and see if there's something, anything else we can see or hear. Okay. While we're, instead of like just scanning everything, we're now focused on a specific direction. Roll big. Yeah. 12. Kappa got a 22. Go Kappa! Kappa's Best NPC. Oh right. my gosh. Good job, Kappa. Kappa hears something else in that direction. He goes, Marge, there is something over there. I hear it. Someone should go over there and look. Do you want it to be me or you? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I look like, you know, when I put my hood up. Oh, it's a good idea. I look yes, like another yes, creature yes. and they may not know it's actually a oh, rat. That's a good oh, idea. So I will do that. I will Perfect, um, yes. put up my hood and like sneaky over that direction. See if I see anything. Cool, cool. That sounds good. Bulka, what is your perception? My perception, my yeah, passive. What's, what's your bonus? Yeah. Five. Let me get a perception roll from you. Natural one. Oh, so that's 33, right? Six. Oh, damn. I was way off. Way off. <laughs> uh, six. Cool. I'm also asleep, so it's a negative like 15, 15 on top of that or 20 on top of that. And negative 10. It's okay. Gary's sleeping in your tent, so maybe Gary heard something. Yes. Gary is sleeping in your tent because he's your little spoon. Oh, Gary! Everyone likes to be the little spoon. Worst NPC ever. I, I have to trade which spoon I am. Gary got a natural one. Nice. Oh, and Gary are, are spoon. We are onesie so buddies. You are so comfy sleeping right now. It's warm in here. Marge. Marge will try to be stealthy in the snow. I, she's already feeling a little stealthy because she's all white and she looks like a yeti. A mini stealthy, yeti. Mini, mini yeti stealthy. Mini Yeti Stealthy. Um, She will make sure she has her sword on her as well. A Yeti with a sword? Well, now you're blowing the hole. Well, she's not going to have it in her hand. (laughs) 
So my stealth, I got a net one. Okay. <laughs> it's three in a row. We are killing it. So just growl really loud. So that's a seven. <laughs> her that stomach. That is her habit when she puts the hood up. She's like, Rawr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, wait, right. Like she can't good. help yeah. it. And then perception. Oh my God. <laughs> Another net one. Perfect. <laughs> Four in a row. Between Marge, me, what me languages Jason. do you know? Common and Scald. Oh, End God. of list, huh? Yep. Okay. <laughs> End of list. If it was me. Uh-oh. But it isn't. Polka. Uh, yes, James. I need a will save from What you. the frick, dude? What did I ever do to you? Well, it's a good thing you got goodwill. <laughs> you, you said this was your last episode, right? That- <laughs> no, I did not <laughs> say that at all. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. Wow. 31. Jesus. That's amazing. But if it's evil or fey or illusion or poison or disease, there's a whole bunch of what the pluses hell and minuses. Sort of okay, great. Um, do you so have? it's definitely higher than a 16. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, Numbers yeah, twice. Good. So, good news. What's the good news? I love good news. Uh, you passed. You're fine. You're sleeping. But I don't wake up to to help? Nope. Uh, but you, you're having a dream, and in the dream, a problem starts to happen, and then something happens to make the problem go away. If you have anything narratively like that that you'd like to talk about. Uh, yes. In his dream, there is uh, there is avalanche of oh. apples. There is avalanche of apples okay. coming down hill at him, and he's very an scared. Avalanche. An avalanche. <laughs> and he is going to be buried underneath the, the Appalachian Appalachian It's an Appalachian Appalanche. <laughs> yeah. uh, but 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 before it is before it comes too close and is about to like swallow him whole, uh these swarms of blackbirds come in and they eat all the apples. So many birds come in and eat all the apples before they can tumble down and actually crush me. Cool. So let's come back to Marge. Yes. Marge hanging out. Um, Just walking towards where I heard the sound, thinking a, I'm being sneaky. <laughs> thinking you're being sneaky. Are you already like, you're like kind of crouched sure, down, getting yeti. ready to become a yeti? She thinks she's roaring in her head, but really a little bit of it's all loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you just are a more effectively convincing small yeti. True. Even though you're not stealthy. True. It's about probably 60 feet away. Um, you're walking out and everything and you're keeping an eye out. You got dark vision, so you're pretty at home here in the mm-hmm. sticks. So you walk about 60 feet and then you see this figure kind of just standing there. And it's a tiny figure, so it's pretty short. So like waist level. Um, but you see just like this little figure standing at the edge of it. It looks like it's holding a staff. It just looks like a shadowy cloaked figure. Marge will just to try to pretend like she's still like a mini yeti will kind of walk up to the tree nearest here and start like itching her back on it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. She's in full yeti mode. It's great. Uh, Just kind of keeping an eye and then we'll turn and as I'm doing that I do want to do try one more perception to see if I can see anything more clearly or see if there's anybody else besides that one figure because she's going to go back and let Kappa know so she's kind of trying to pretend to still kind of be a yeti she doesn't know how, to, how a yeti acts I'm a bear <laughs> etc <cetera>. right <laughs> she's like yetis are just snow bears right yeah, that's kind of a bad way I'm just going to rub against a tree and like Scratch my back and then try and swipe a picnic basket. That's 
better. Uh, 25. The figure's still there. It's on the outside of your vision. Um, maybe it starts adjusting a bit better. You can see that it has kind of oddly kind of furry, almost uh, pointed ears, like big pointed ears going out to the side. Oh. It's just standing there. Uh, so you got a 25, right? Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. um, you also start to hear like a little bit of murmuring coming from kind of all around you. <gasps> so you can see the, the creature ahead. Uh-huh. And you just... <laughs> and you hear that kind of like low gurgle mumbling, almost sounds kind of rhythmic, coming from your left and right as well. Clever girl. Marge will... Turn and start to. She doesn't want to walk straight back to camp because that's just not a good idea. So she's going to. The creature that you can see, mm-hmm. you see its little staff move up and then it goes down quickly oh, into the dirt and you hear a bunch of bells jingle. Oh. You do that in an intimidation check. So you, get okay. a, you get a plus for having the hood up, right? And you are bigger than it. So and I am bigger than it. Model. And I have an intimidate oh now. God. I did not have an intimidate before, but when Marge leveled up. And you get a plus four for the size difference. So 16 intimidate. Scare the guy with the jingle bells. So off to your right. You hear like the murmuring change a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it goes... Bleh, bleh, and you see a kind of flash of light. And the one with the staff picks up the canyons a bit more. And then everything stops. And it raises its staff above its head and it starts charging you. Marge is going to pull out her sword. Okay. <laughs> oh. Perfect. Oh, no. Did it? Did uh, it? Marge, roll initiative. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no one else can hear this going on, huh? Not yet. We're sleepy. Yeah, we can't hear her 18. roar. Okay, Look, I got a one. What do you want to do? We know how bad we are at waking up from sleep. Uh, she, she's going to stand her ground with okay. her sword. and It's 80 feet away. It's moved 10 feet forward. She, Yeah, she, <laughs> she will again just... Roar as loud as she can in hopes that her party might hear something. Cool. Does Kappa respond? Yeah, what is Kappa doing? Because Kappa's awake. (laughs) Kappa's awake, yeah. And then she would have heard Marge do her little at the beginning when she first put her (laughs) Yeah, which is like, oh yeah, she's just like, oh yes, she is scaring it away. We will be fine. This roar, though, this is different. This is is. a scared roar. Yes, it is. And so Kappa will yell uh, very loudly and use her turn to just kind of go around to all the tents and like smack them with the flat of her sword and try and get people up. Um, And that's going to be pretty loud everyone give me a perception check minus 10 minus 10 natural one <laughs> you are so comfy with gary Jeez, 17 i know you baby. cannot get me out of this man's arms for anything a two for ghost <laughs> negative four okay 
Mine's like a negative. What spell do you? Seventeen. You got a twenty-seven. Yeah. Got 27. Good God. Wow. Cool. Everyone wakes up. Yay! Oh. That was overly complicated in my head. Yeah. Everybody wakes up. Okay. Thank Bolka. So you guys just hear a kappa. Everybody up! Everybody up! Something's happening with Marge. Uh, so this little creature runs forward a little bit more, and it finally gets within range of your dark vision, so you can see it. Okay. It is a bat-like looking creature. This almost looks like a goblin-bat hybrid. So it has the big, bulky, almost triangular head with two big ears coming off like bat ears. It has a little bat snoot and it has a big, Uh wide mouth with a lot of little, tiny, sharp teeth. And you see that it's holding this, like, kind of ornate stick with a bunch of, like, jingly bells and, like, chains on it. Okay. And it's real small. He's a small guy. He's a tiny creature. Um, But he's wearing, like, a flowing dark cloak and you can see his bony, long fingers with sharp pointy nails and he's just running towards you and it's just charging towards you okay and then you see a portal open up right in front of it and it's gone oh shit and you hear nothing oh dear kappa comes running up next to you march march what is it what's wrong and you see she has her little short bow oh there was uh some Some creature in the... I think there was more than one, but I only saw one. It was like a, a mix between a, a bat and just a real ugly creature, but it didn't have wings, and it had a really uh, fancy stick, and I, I couldn't understand what it was saying or anything, but, you know, it came running up and then went through a portal like like I went through to get here. Bolka. Yes. Give me a perception check. With my die? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't roll a one this time. 25. There is a hole cut in your tent. <gasps> Sorry. That, 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 that is odd. You see a big slash kind of right next to where you were laying. This is the tent we got from the, the hideout. Maybe it was and it, faulty uh, you can, or You can see like a little bit of snow starting to blow in. And then I think this is also the first time we're going to get a look at everyone in your pajamas. Because <laughs> you're okay. definitely not taking the five minutes it needs to put on armor if there's an emergency happening. No, and Boca looks skinny. He looks very thin without his breastplate on. Well, Marge would be dressed because she was on yeah. watch. Yeah. And Ghost would have run up. Yeah, Mark. Ghost runs up. What was? Oh, I don't know if there's anything here anymore. Uh, it was just a, sli- a little thing, you know, like half the size of me. You said it was making noises. Oh, I think it was trying to talk, but I. What I, did it? What, what, like, what did it sound like? Can I do a linguistics check on you can. her interpretation yes, of what it sounded absolutely. like? or something like that. I don't know. Give me a linguistics check. It sounds well, I mean, pretty good. Can she do a linguistics check to try and replicate Ooh, it that's before good. he does one yes. to recognize oh, it? See that. how well she can. That makes sense. Okay. 21. Okay. Because you got Volka. linguistics. That's pretty good. Now. So I she, do does, have she does a pretty good job of conveying it. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine is not bad. I'm a pretty linguistical dude. 23. So, this isn't a language you know. Oh. Okay. But. With those high of roles, it's conveyed, and you've probably heard bits and pieces of this language. It like, sounds like... It sounds like undercommon. Oh! Nice. Okay. Vasilisa sleeps in her 
her shift for comfortness. But she's got a little headscarf tied up to to keep her braid from getting too messy while she sleeps. Nice. And also because it's fucking cold out here. <laughs> and she's scrambled so that she's tried to shove her, her feet into her shoes to protect from the snow. Not snowshoes yet because that takes time. And she's got her outermost layer of her cold weather outfit. Like she's shoving her arms into this big fur coat and she just looks real frazzled and real upset that it's so freaking cold out here and marge still has her hood up so she still looks like a mini yeti <laughs> so then i'm just wearing my vest there's no shirt i'm just wearing a vest with no shirt which is great nice. <laughs> nice. assless chaps yeah I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah that's the fan nothing else you're, you're he doesn't the, feel now, the cold um, <laughs> he's got the gun in one hand he's ready to shoot holding his gun belt in the other just like <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> What happened? It sounds like Marge uh, saw something. Um, I, I'm going to... Which direction did you see it, Marge? Uh, Marge will, you know, point... Oh, it came from over there, and then it started running towards me. So I just stood here ready with my sword, and then it just created like a um, a portal. I went right through, and then it was all quiet. But I thought I heard, you know, voices all around me. Oh, can, can someone scout? perimeter somewhere a different side or somewhere oh yeah else? i can go look around sure sure i can't see in the dark so so marge let me know what to shoot though and i'll shoot it like stay a kind of as far away from the the camp as she is i don't know what is that maybe 60 feet 60 feet so you have and the then camp walk in view but yeah i'll walk around her. the camp uh staying about 60 feet oh uh away. marge you and kiapa should go together for that while oh, the rest of us stay here no okay but still Maybe two people who can't talk. That's a good in idea. In case just, one just of you is case. silenced, you know. Okay. Uh, come on, Kappa. Let's go. Um, so Kappa moves forward and is looking. She goes, oh, over here, I I found some tracks. Uh, let's take a look at these. Survival to follow the tracks. 21, survival. Well, I do want to kind of follow them, see maybe where they came from or where they were going. Or what they look like. Yeah, oh, that's true. From, what, what the tracks look like. Uh, type. Kappa knows what these are. Oh, most useful. That, uh, I, I know what these are. They will not be coming back. These were uh, Jenkins. Oh, what's a Jenkins? And, and you see her just like put her bow away. They are uh, shitty little fey. Um, they like to cause havoc and do the prank thing uh, on travelers and caravans, typically while uh, we sleep. Uh, we should check the food stores. They oh, are dear. most likely to target those. <gasps> Marigold! Vasilisa dashes over to her donkey. <laughs> Is she okay? Marigold's fine. Yeah. Okay, okay, we head back to camp then. They do typically like to destroy all of the food you have. Oh, dear. So we should go check the crates. Has, are we out of danger? Everything, everything all right? Oh, yes, Valdine. It was just some tricky fae playing right. some tricks. All right, I'm going back to sleep. And Valdine attempts to holster his gun. Oh. And it, it literally goes, just falls down his leg <laughs> into the it. ground because his holster's it. in his uh, left hand. Sleepy Valdine. Sleepy Valdine. <laughs> he great. looks down and realizes it's a mistake. Scoops up the gun real quick before. <laughs> looks around to see if anyone notices. You see Hatch staring at you. And you make eye contact briefly. Turns away sharply. <laughs> and then he whistles. Valdine crawls back into his tent and goes back to sleep. Okay. Are anyone else's tents broken? Wait. And Vasilisa gets panicked again and goes and checks her tent. <laughs> Is there no holes? Nope. 
Oh, Everyone God. checks their tents. Only hole is in Bulka and Gary's. What oh, is, is there anything missing in your tent, Bulka? I I do not know. Gary, uh, there was you've not been much very quiet. Is anything missing from you other than your fingers? No. Okay, go back I'm to good. sleep. Okay. Thank you for protecting us. You are the best witch ever. Oh. <laughs> well, sleeping here. I mean, it's, it's, low, it's low bar, but he's right. Wow. I don't. Oh, wow. I mean, you're in Iris, and is fair. How many not Winter witches have you possibly met? We, no, which is sure. a, which is a lot bad here. Ex- yes, yeah, you added the here, yes, and here, I agreed here. immediately. I but before know. then, the sentence was questionable. Other places may have just wonderful witches who do so many public service. I mean, some <laughs> witches do eat children, but none that's. That under- is a public service. No. <laughs> not- <laughs> No, I am like saying that kind of some some witches, <laughs> yes, are very good. You know, for example, my mentor Theodora, she was the best person and was a service to the entire town of Heldren. But others do tend to live, you know, in creepy little houses and lure children to eat on their limbs and things. So, is anybody going to go and check the food store? Yeah, we no, did yeah. It. We, we did on the donkey already, right? I'm checking Marigold and the sled because they're both in the same place. Okay. Marigold herself is fine. Okay. But are you storing anything on her or would you have taken it off? I take it off because okay. I want her to be cozy and cool. nice. So who is over there checking on the stuff? Is me, it just Vasilisa? Mar- okay. Me, I guess. Cool. So all of... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got some like, thought. It sounds like it's going to be good news, yeah. right? It's, it's going to be great news. Um, <laughs> so looking at it, all of the trail rations you had on Marigold have sort of shriveled up. Like, and you go and you, you try to touch one and it just kind of disintegrates into dust. Uh, popping open the barrel full of feed, you find that it is completely molded. Hmm. It is grotesque smelling and putrid and just covered in filth. Marge, I think that the food you were storing on ghosts, like and on the bags, is also gone bad. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I have purify food drink prepared every single day. Nice. Is a as a level zero. Yeah, like, but if it, it turns like to dust mending not like, a whole yeah, lot, we can the do about dust that. rations well, are probably he fixes it before we touch it <laughs> that would have worked just fine we're each in our own it's, separate location zero calorie food from now on <laughs> uh, yeah. if only I mean, maybe so I'm, I'm not gonna worry about it because it looks like purify food and drink just reverses it it sounds pretty strong yeah the spell How? sounds strong enough it's, it just it negates it okay i can't find anywhere that says specifically but the spell cast was putrefy food and drink. Hey, and oh, so it should opposite. be the perfect yeah. counter for it's that. It's the then. counter of it. So I'm not going to worry about it. You guys open up all these food stores, though, and your food is disgusting. And a little look behind the curtain. What would be worse is if the curse that the Jenkins were trying to place on Bulka had landed. Oh, no. You wouldn't have been able to do purify food or drink or create any magical food. Oh, is that what they were going for? That's what they were going for. It is a specific curse given by them. Um, So this entire encounter 
was great in a setup for that. But since uh, that curse didn't land and you guys see all this dirty, rotten, gross food, Boca just comes over and was like, hello, I am Boca. Oh, let me touch your food. <laughs> and then the food, sorry. I think I'm f- further east. Further than east than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. You got me a little bit to the west there. Uh, regardless, uh, you guys open up, you see all the poison and gross food uh, and Bulka is actually able to take care of it probably right then and there. Yeah, if I see that that's what's going on, I'm like, oh, this is not good. Here, let me, this looks not bad. This is not good. I will end. So he takes like probably a solid two minutes of just going to each individual. Right. But I think there was around. definitely some panic because everyone realized like all of their food Vasilisa was crying a little bit and petting Marigold. I'm sorry, you are going to starve in the worst country in all of Galarian. It oh, is my dear. fault I brought you. <laughs> Here. <laughs> and then Polka comes around and is like, boop. Oh. All better. You can do the opposite of what I can do. That's that's good, I guess. <laughs> um, yes, fine. love, love <clears throat> purifies. And with the food shortage <laughs> solved, <laughs> the entire scenario made moot by the point that Bulka has a fucking great will save. <laughs> I guess our party will eat tomorrow and for the seven <laughs> days <laughs> after here on the Dimension Door podcast. We're going to have to remember Ooh. to put all of our food in the bag of holding. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, though. How bad would that be? That been- Two days into your trip, you guys lose all of your food. Oh, I guess we better backtrack and murder those babies. <laughs> Is that why you But once again, meat? you guys don't want to murder babies. I mean, once I was, again. Uh, once unless we're fine with killing the baby trees. I was okay with yes, it. Yes, yes, you were. <laughs> um, and that, like, baby shark. No! no! <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dimension Door Podcast. You know, it has been a while, so let me remind you that we have some amazing affiliate deals. You can use code DIMENSIONDOOR to get 10% off at Metallic Dice Games for all of your tabletop needs. Dice, trays, towers, all of that wonderful dice horde necessities. Or if you are interested in some amazing Pathfinder-themed grill rubs, head over to Alchemist Fire Barbecue. And remember to use the code DIMENSIONDOOR for 10% off both of these wonderful businesses. We also have some friendly neighborhood businesses that are run by you listeners. A&M Bath Shop has some amazing soaps, even some themed after our lovely party. So if you show them proof of leaving a review for our show, you will get 15% off your order. You can also get some wonderful bracelets themed after our party. These bracelets feature adorable mini dice incorporated into the design, as well as porous beads that allow the application of oils for a lovely scent. Check out Bracelets of Hope, and yes, special discount for anyone who is a member of our Patreon. Speaking of, if you want to support us directly and get some juicy bonus content, consider a monthly donation to help us keep the show going. I, of course, need to give some special thanks to the other members of Dimension Door working hard behind the scenes. Elizabeth has put together a shiny, slick press kit. If you're curious on our listen numbers or award nominations, it's the best place for them. Amanda is kicking ass running the Severed Fate game, and if you're not listening to it, you should! And I know not all of you are because our weekly listen reports have some discrepancy to them. Go! Listen 
Give Love. And of course, Zach grinding that music and editing to give us polished and amazing shows. Thanks to our all-star executive producers, David Lester and Callie Rose. Supplementing our amazing orchestration and editing done by Zach, we also use spell effects from Sirenscape, and our bumper tracks are from MDK Music. Check us out on social media and join us and our listeners on our Discord. Links for all of this can be found in the show notes.